Yo, Internets, this week's episode of the Combat Jack Show is brought to you by Bevel, the signature fade with the bevel blade. My brother Nas already tried to toll y'all. Start shaving smarter with the first and only shaving system designed for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin. Order your bevel razor today by going to getbevel.com and using promo code COMBAT to get 20% off your first month. That's getbevel.com. Don't be dumb when it comes to your skin. Stop shaving like a pauper and shave like a boss with bevel. Internet, you tune into the Combat Jack Show, CombatJackShow.com. What up, A King? Yeah. What up, man? Man, I'm tired, man. We've been running, man. We've been running all over the place. You tired? I'm still tired from Montreal. Yo, Montreal is tri- so Still lit. tired from Montreal. Um, yo, shout out to A3C, man. We about to come down to Atlanta this week. Yes, sir. Um, what we doing down there, man? Yo, uh, Thursday we doing a live show, three 3.30 at the Louder Milk Center with uh, Zaytoven. Okay. Uh, Friday we doing another live show with, with a special guest. Okay, you know you see it on the tweets. Wait, wait, what's, when, when when we having the, the when I'm moderating the panel? And then on Saturday, a Saturday, we, you you know Combat Jack. Hey, yo, into that man. I'm, go, I'm going hit. into my bag, man. I'm going into my past, <laughs> man. I'm, I'm hooking up with all my niggas, all my Hitman producer niggas from Bad Boys. It's the Hitman producer reunion mm. panel. Mm. I'm saying D dot Nasheen. Oh, who else? and LV. Yo, man, listen, man. Listen, listen, Internet. Listen. Can't wait for that, man. We throwing a party on Friday, on Sunday night. Sunday night. With um DJ Wally Sparks. Before Serato. DJ Hourglass. Hip Hop Obama from uh, Bossa. Yep. Who else, man? Everybody. All of you guys out Yo, there. Yo, it's called it. Before Serato, man. And, and listen. Sweat. None, none, of that, none of that funky shit, man. You, you bring a change of clothes because niggas is going to sweat. I'm saying, for real, man. I want to see nipples. Through mm. the shirts. That's how that's how that's how hot it's gonna be in that bitch. No shirts. We about to hey. Listen. Hey, listen, man. And then on October 29th, man, we're going to um California, Anaheim. There's this this a uh, podcast festival called Now Hear This Podcast Festival. Yep. Um we're doing a live combat jack show. Yep. Um um show out there. I don't know who our guest is yet, but on October 29th, if you're in or by the Anaheim area in California, come see us. A uh, special shout out to my people in Haiti, man. I know y'all going through it, man. Yo, we need a, a a new nigga for that black cloud to follow, man, because mm. that hurricane is crazy. All right. What else? Any any other um announcements? Man, I'm really excited about this episode, man. Yo, this is a long time in the making. I mean, New York. But right on time, though. New York is in the building, right? Officially. I mean, you know, we've had some Brooklyn niggas on recently, right? No, he's from New York for real. We've had some Buffalo niggas on, right? Buffalo, Westside yep, yep. Gun and, and Conway. Conway right? Salute, salute. We do we do a Harlem episode recently. Uh, anytime mm. soon. Who did we have on from Harlem? We got his damn. Where you at Harlem? Where's Harlem at? Where's Harlem at? Listen, internet, man. You see, you see, you see it on the Twitter. You see it on the Instagram. You hearing the news. You know, congratulations on my brothers. They just did it big, man. Yo, let's welcome to the Combat Jack Show, Mr. Dave East. Jack, what's good, baby? What's up, man? And my nigga Wayno. What's up, Wayno? What's the deal? Yo, y'all niggas look like y'all been running 100 miles and still running, man. <laughs> How y'all feel, man? Shit then got, got a little hectic, but I feel good right now, man. Yo, Def Jam? Yeah, hell yeah. We just did a um partnership. Me and Wayno got our own label, own company called um, Triangle Offense. 
I was signed with Mass Appeal. I mean, shouts to Nas and Peter and the whole family. So basically, we just took the triangle offense in the Mass Appeal situation and partnered up with Def Jam. So y'all, in, it's, it's not even a joint venture. It's a partnership? Yeah, it's a partnership. Y'all got to yeah. explain that to the internets, man. More bags. It's a, it's a partnership, man. <laughs> it's like um, we not, we, 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 everybody work for each other, basically. I mean, it's not no, um, I didn't sign to nobody. I mean, it's like we, we, we got, still got most of our creative control of not all of it. You know what I'm saying? We still got, um, we could bring whatever we want to the table. That's nice. Basically, you know what I'm nice. saying? So if we got an idea or we feel like something should go this way, we're going to be heard. You know what I'm saying? And, and vice versa. Now, we just all come the, to the table. Before this deal, when y'all was at um, Mass Appeal, man, were y'all looking for something? Or is this something that motherfuckers just descended on y'all based on your track record? We was working, man. I, I feel like um, with me and Wayne, it was always like, uh, let's just, you know, go hard. You know what I mean, whatever we could Whatever we could do to really provide for our families and just make our situations for me and him better, you get what I'm saying, and the people that's around us every day. So that's really where it came from. Like, we wasn't really thirst or on the hunt for no label. I really met with them and every label, you know what I'm saying? But I just felt very at home with Def Jam. Was it a bidding war? Was there any other labels on the table that was like, yeah, like was, I don't know if I could say no to this? <laughs> it was a couple. Yeah. yeah. Now it was it was a few of them. It was a few of them, but you know, like Dave said, like for us, it's not about the money because whatever money that's offered, we gonna make that money anyway, right. eventually. So it was like, you know, like he said, like what's the best decisions for our families? What's the best decisions for us? Like who do we want to be in business with for years to come? You know what I mean? And and honestly, it's it's collectively our decision. You know what I mean? Like Dave mm-hmm. never puts me in a position where he's like. I'm just telling you what to do, and I'm never trying to tell him what to do. Like this is my brother beyond music, so it's like it's the the biggest thing about it is like what are we going to do? You know what I mean, you know, Wayne. You know, I, I said this years ago on Twitter. I said one of the best A and R men on the internet right now is, is Wayno. Yeah. <laughs> and look at you right now, three years later, man. You really about to to, to A and R your own shit, man? Yeah, man. I mean, like I. I and all, but like we running our own thing. Right. You know what I mean? It's, it's your, like well, it's your artist. You, yeah, you're yeah, about yeah. to sign your artist. Well, yeah, well, you know what? I don't it, like. He's not my artist. Right. He's his own artist. Right. You know what I mean? So like, y'all are partners. We're partners. With the like, partnership, but I'm yeah. saying the people are coming after. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. we got. Oh, we already got. Yeah, we got, we got some artists. We got some artists that's, yeah. that's actually already. I mean, we yeah. Got, um, two singers. Yeah. Matt Patterson. Um, J- Jazzy Amra. Mm-hmm. She's actually on Kyrie Chanel on the Slow Down record. Okay. She's right. from the Bronx, but um, and Buddha and Grands, of course. Yeah. You know, yeah. Whatever we doing, they is the just because they. They just not here, but they with everything we doing. Everything. Yo, what does the Def Jam brand mean to y'all? To me, it mean everything because I really, that's what I grew up on, man. I remember getting them old source magazines and, you know what I'm saying, and, and knowing Rockefeller was over there and it Rough was, it, Rider. Rough Riders, yeah. just all of that. That's Murder what I mean. Inc. I, I grew up on that, knowing that, knowing about that building. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So now to know we in that building yeah. and we not like, down the list in that building, like we, we, you know what I'm saying? We, 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 we next, you know what I'm saying? We the next shit you gonna hear from Dub Jam for real. So it's like, that's dope that I was able to, um, that we was able to put that together and, and do it for the town. And just being from New York, being from Harlem, that was really, really gangster for me to sign with Dub Jam or put that together with Dub Jam. Now, Dave, what I appreciate about your music is. No matter how hard you floss on there, you still mm-hmm. remind the listeners 
Mm-hmm. And like the pain and the struggle that you came from, man. Mm-hmm. So like like hearing your story on, on a lot of your records, man, like like how's it feel, man? It feel um like I tell Wayne all the time, it should still be surreal to me because like he met me, I was in the projects, you know what I'm saying? Like for real, for real. Like a lot of rappers rap that shit or talk that hood shit. I was fucked up, you know what I'm saying? Like so to just to to watch it happen. It's like once you cross that finish line, I still don't feel like I crossed it, but I've I've crossed out a few goals I had. You get what I'm saying? I was able to move my mother. You know what I mean? I was able nah, to congratulations, man. Yeah, thank you. Um I was I was able to put my daughter in a position where she'll never have to live in no projects. You know what I'm saying? I was able to um just just the the, the people around me, you know, everybody's lives are starting to change for the better. And I know that came from me and him bumping heads and going hard every day, every night, every day, every night. Constant phone calls. I'm in the studio. He on emails. He on the phone. The phone. Like it just was a like a constant. You know what I mean? It, it just feels so good when you know you got somebody going just as hard as you, without y'all even talking about it. It was just natural. Like I knew this nigga was going a hundred. He knew I'm in the studio. You know what I mean, every day. So it, it just like collectively. It, it, it feel crazy, you get what I'm saying? Because I, I, I walk through the same streets I've been walking through my whole life. I go to the same parks I was going to, and it's it's a whole nother situation now. You get what I'm saying? I'm getting mobbed on by groups of people, you know what I mean? <laughs> All different races, women, kids, you know what I mean? People, moms, people, fathers. It's, it's, it's crazy, man, because I can remember walking past some of these people, and they wouldn't acknowledge me. I mean, but I, I understand what what comes with it, and I'm just glad that I'm creating motivation for the from where I'm from. You get what I'm saying? Because ain't nobody from 1199 or from Ravenswood Projects in Queens ever did what I'm doing. You get what I'm saying? Ever. So it's, it's I didn't I didn't I didn't did legendary shit already. Just amongst on that, amongst my peers and where I come from. You get what I'm saying? Now I'm just trying to take it to the world. Yo, what's the science behind triangle offense? Um. The whole triangle offense concept came from, like, I grew up, you know, I was born in 82, you know what I mean? So I grew up watching, like, I was a Bulls fan as a kid, you know what I mean? Same way how a little kid turn on the TV today, all he see is Steph Curry, all I seen as a young black kid was Michael Jordan, you know what I mean? So as I got older, I started like Kobe Bryant, started like the Lakers, and then as I got older after that, I realized that it wasn't so much of the players, I was a fan of the coach, I was a fan of Phil, so, um... I started to read like his books and everything and his philosophies and I just implemented that in the music. You know, I came from Rockefeller and it was like a family structure, you know what I mean? Everybody had their position there. So that's the only way I know how to work in this. I don't know how to work I, I can't manage an artist or work with an artist if I don't feel some side, some sort of connection to him. You know what I mean? Like Dave, me and Dave, we got cool for over a year before we even talked about any type of business. Just me Going to, you know, him like, yo, I'm in Queens chilling. I go pull up on him, listen to his music. I go pick him up. We go get something to eat. Just chill. Like, we we wasn't even thinking about no business. You know what I mean? It was just like, this is, you know, my, my, my guy. You know what I mean? He became my brother. So I took what Phil did by, you know, taking that, getting that, having that star player and just putting pieces around him. You know what I mean? Like, for me, I had Buddha and Grands already. So I put, like, the first thing I did, well, one of the first things I did with Buddha Grands, you know, trying to sell beats 
it's a hard game. Like before, you could go in an A and R office, play five beats, and you got a song deal. Now you got to give away twenty to sell one beat. So I told Buddha and Grands like, "Yo, stop giving everybody beats and just give them to Dave. Don't give them to nobody else." And the first record that they ever did with each other ended up being an intro, which was the last song he did on Black Rose. Word. The I mean, the offering. So like with Triangle Offense, I just looked at um, I looked at it as a metaphor. I looked at Phil Jackson and everything he did in sports. I wanted to play ball. I wasn't good enough. You know what I mean? But um, I figured I want to win a championship one day so I could do it in music. You know what I mean? So I just took all of those elements and just added it in the music. You know what I mean? And 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 that's how we got it. We ain't in the chip yet. We in the playoffs. We in the playoffs. In the playoffs. <laughs> we definitely in the lo- in the playoffs. You in the playoffs. The cameras yeah. is, is is snapping them. Yeah. We in the playoffs. Now. And we and we the number six seed. We ain't even top five yet. We you know what I mean? We on the we on the grind. So with 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 the label, mm-hmm. are you still gonna manage? Are you still looking to manage acts as well? Absolutely. I mean, like the the, the traditional label thing, like the, the crew thing. That was you know the, the late nineties, early two thousands. Like we're not looking to be a crew. Like I'm not gonna he, him, Jazzy, and and Matt aren't gonna be making all types of songs where we got an EP with all of them. You know what I mean? It's, it's gonna it's it's more than just music. Like we're trying to get into TV. We're trying to get into tech. It's a new structure when it comes to business. So. We're just trying to put creative people around us. You know what I mean? Like, if you got something dope that, you know, you feel Davies could be doing or something that I could be doing and, and we could sit down and, and have a real conversation, that's where I want to go. It's not necessarily me. I don't, honestly, rappers is too much to deal with. <laughs> it's my brother. I love him to death. Right. You know what I mean? But it, it took us a lot of time and a lot of patience to do what we're doing today. So we just really want to be careful. Like, you don't get opportunities like this. You know? How'd y'all meet? We, he was performing on a show, right? It's crazy. He was performing on a show. I was hosting shows at SOBs and made a couple extra dollars. And you know, everybody knows they play ball. I'm a little older than Dave, so I didn't, you know, I didn't know him growing up. But like, kids from my building did. You know what I mean? And I knew that they played D1 ball. They played against him growing up as kids, and they played against him in D1. So they like, yo, you heard of this kid from 1199? He he rap. He nice. His name Davies. I'm like, nah. You know what I mean? I was like, I didn't know who he was, but it but. It was them, and it was other people who was just saying his name a lot. And then one day I'm hosting the show, who do I see? Dave East. You know what I mean? So I'm like, all right, cool. I went over to him. I introduced myself as me and Puma from Black Ink. Introduced myself, and I seen him rapping. I was like, it's a lot of niggas rapping, but lot. nobody was rapping like him. Right. You know what I mean? Like, what, what was it about the rap? The way he was saying stuff. like it's, it's, It was just like his flow, his direction. He wasn't all over the place. He wasn't. Yelling like you know what I mean. You go to a rap show and it's like if you see, if you've been to one, you've been to them all. In and, SOBs, in SOBs. I don't oh, like man. going to rap shows in SOBs. It'd be too many been niggas one, you, in there. Listen, I was in too there trying to. Niggas. I was in there trying to make a couple extra dollars, right. and you know, I stumbled upon Dave, and I just was like, wow, like. And then one day I just I'm like, yo, don't nobody know? Like I'm just sitting here, like it's crazy to me that he has all this talent and nobody's like taking him here or telling these people that they know about him. You know what I mean? So. That's how we first linked up. And what was your impression of Wayno, man? I bet I heard about him. Like, like the dudes he was talking about from his building. Shouts to um, my boy Jamie. I mean, like, me and Jamie have been playing against each other forever. We was mad young. But um, I just was familiar about him through, like, the Rockefeller, through that. You know what I'm saying? Like, knowing, you know what I mean? He was, like, Beans and Chris and Neef and them linked to Harlem. You know what I'm saying? Besides Dean, but... um. 
I just, you know, he got, he just had a name that was in the streets, just that was buzzing. And when I met him at the show that night, you know what I'm saying? His vibe, I'm a, I'm a big person on vibes. Like, I could, you could be, everybody could be saying you a certain way, but if your vibe ain't right with me, I ain't going, I ain't going to feel you. And um, I never even knew he was no manager. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know that part of it. I just knew he had history and had experience and, and knowledge on what I was trying to get myself into. Feel me? I didn't have the only person I had around me at that point was my, my big bro, Big Bully. And he was just sentenced to five years at that at that time, like that year when I really was starting to have SOB shows and all that. He got he got locked up. So I was really out here dolo, like I'm just shooting videos, re- recording every day, trying to figure out emails to get shit on blogs. Like I had no direction with it. And um, when I first, when me and him first was really talking, I was like, yo, I need a mentor. Like, I ain't know nothing about a manager. So I was just like, yo, whatever questions I got in this shit, you know what I'm saying? As far as videos or should I be wearing this? or you, I mean, just advice. Like, do you think this is dope? I knew he wouldn't steer me wrong. You get what I'm saying? Because he had nothing to lose or gain from it. Like, you know what I mean? At that point. So that that turned into the big brother I never had. You get what I'm saying? That turned into me. Me going to his mother building, and you know what I mean, his, I love his mother to death. His mother loved me. His kids love me. Me going to, around his family on the regular—that's my second family now. He took me to take my shahada. You know what I'm saying? He the reason I'm Muslim today. You know what I'm saying? Mashallah. But he, this is this is not. I mean, to the world, it's my manager. It's my big bro, man. And we come from the same shit. You know what I mean? He from he from Lexington. I'm from First. You know what I mean, you could walk that, and that's that's the east side of Harlem. So it just feel good knowing. I mean, it would have been dope, however, as far as it, it then came, but I'd much rather it be him or somebody, you know what I mean, like him or, you know I mean, somebody that I know beyond all this shit. I could be working at Popeye's. That nigga going to come through and get some Popeye's. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I know that. So it's, 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 it's just feel mad organic, and it don't feel like business. That's why a lot of people be like, yo, you feel any pressure? I'm like, nah, I'm with this nigga. Like, this nigga make everything light. It be the big, it might be one of the biggest moments the way he presented to me, like, yeah, you got this tonight or this. I'd be like, all right. Like, it'd be light. He don't put no pr- He never, like, present nothing with pressure. You get what I'm saying? So we we take all this shit in stride. You get what I'm saying? And we realize we got a whole town we putting on for. You get what I'm saying? A whole generation that's looking at it. So we ain't dropping this ball. You know what I mean? Yo, what's the conversation? What's the procedure? What's the process that, that leads from a friendship to a business relationship, to to y'all going on Shahara, like like Shahada, like like what's what's that? Like how'd y'all get there? Honestly, it was like I had a like I had a moment where I was like I was I was trying to figure like same thing he's trying to figure out. I was trying to figure out a lot. Like I was twenty nine, I was having another kid. I was I just I I knew that I couldn't go back to having a regular job because I I'd been going so hard for so long. Like you seen me, Jack, like. Grinding. Just grinding, doing anything I could do to make anything. You know what I mean? So I was like, yo, I believe in this this dude. As I believe in him as a man. But like he told me what he wanted in life. Not no mute like in music, yeah, cool. But he just like, yo, I just want to be in a position where I don't gotta be doing no bullshit in the street, cause it's real for me out here. And I gotta like very young, I got like I would never sit here in front like I'm some some big crazy dude in the street, but I was in the street for real at a very young age. And I had like older dudes tell me like, yo, if you keep on, you going to die. 
or you're going to go to jail. And I didn't want that for me. And when he said that, I could see that. I could see the same thing in me that somebody saw in me. So I just was like, yo, I want to manage you, right? Like one day I was just like, yo, I want to manage you. Let, forget it. Like we've been cool and all this. Like let's let's make something happen because I, I see you got talent. I'm trying to do something. You trying to do something. Let, we, let's accomplish something. He's like, let's let's do it. Us growing just as, as bro. Like when we first started, I started managing, we wasn't making no money. Hell no. We ain't make no money. Like, <laughs> we, no. listen, we, we I used made. I mad with this nigga. Like, damn, ain't nobody calling me. Like, because you thought it was. Was you putting the pressure on him a little I bit? He no, put the like, pressure on But he didn't. But see, I understand his frustrations because at the same time, like, he's, you know, Dave is younger than me. We we from the same generation, but it's like a, a couple steps behind. Right. So it's like everything is like, nigga, I'm not playing. Like, I want it now. Right. Like, and me, I'm a little bit, you know, chill. Listen, it's going to be all right. I always told him, like, watch, it's going to be cool. Like, and, did you always believe that though? Yeah. Right. Listen, I I always believed in him because I believe in so many different things. I be, you know, I believe in, in my faith. I believe in people around me. I had to start believing in me. You know what I mean? And and I knew my, if if he if if I had to match his ability, like you hear him rhyme, how do you keep up with that? If I had to write a rhyme to save my life, if my life I couldn't write a rap like him, but I can I can work you know what I mean? To his capacity for what it is that I do. Because I'm like, if he's going to be that good, I have to be that good. Because if it doesn't correlate, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. So, you know, um, with with him taking Shahada, it was um, it would be times like they'd be like, what you doing? I'm like, man, I'm, you know, about to go pray. And he just asked me questions. You know what I mean? Like the thing is with Islam, I, I learned to, you never impose Islam on somebody. Like you never, you, you don't really see Muslims and, and no knock to nobody's faith. You know what I mean? But you don't see them standing out. You need to join Islam or you. this is going to happen to you. He he just was eager for knowledge. And I told him, I said, if this is something that you're going to do, you should read about it. I'll tell you what I know because I'm not the, like, I'm a Muslim. I'm not the most devout Muslim, but I have a little bit of knowledge. Most of but, your life you've been Muslim? No, I became Muslim when I was 20. Okay. You know what I mean? I'm 33. You know what I mean? And I learned Islam through from, from Beanie Siegel and freeway in them that's mm-hmm. who i was around i that's, took my shahada that's, that's crazy the lineage is crazy right yeah there. i took my shahada in beanie siegel's living room you know what i mean when i was 20 going on 21 so he told me he was ready he's like yo i want to take my shahada and i was like all right call my man up and we both sat around like and he did it you know what i mean and and that made our bond like we would have a bond regardless but right. that made our bond a little bit closer right because it's beyond a this money don't, we ain't no brink truck pulling up to a funeral home. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we ain't taking none of this with us. Right. You know what I mean? For the for the mean for the meantime or between time, we gotta, you know, believe in what we believe in and, and serve our purpose on this earth. You know what I mean? Even for us to be doing music is haram. That's forbidden. But Super. you know what I mean? But this is something, this is a gift that he's been blessed with and I've been putting his life to harness it. You know what I mean? So that's how we got close and we now it's like, man, listen. We on another like when it when it just comes to business and, and things like all the things we ever imagined, everything I don't even be believing it. Sure. <laughs> like, for real, I don't even be believing sure it sometimes, real, man. man. It got real. You, you know, know what it is? It's just dope that me and him sat. You know what I'm saying? Put it put a plan together, and really like executed that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like we still executing, mm-hmm. but it's like I was. I always say I could see it now. Like you know what I'm saying? Like. That shit is really crazy, B. Yeah, yo, real. yo, Dave, how did how did the religion change your life personally? With me, it, yeah. it just made me a much more 
conscious person as far as my temper, as far as um, how I deal with family, um, how I deal with my woman. Like, just, just different things. I it, it calmed me down. You know what I'm saying? I really started... I started thinking more because I I always been super hot headed. That's the reason I stopped playing ball. And right. I, I was kicked out of school. Like, I, it's hard to talk to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, we ain't no, we ain't, it's probably we ain't no my mother, maybe two other people on the planet Earth. You know what I'm saying? That could really like if I'm tight, that could pull me to the side. Like, come here. Other than that, it ain't no police, nobody. Like, I, I'm. That's just always been me. But you a Gemini, right? Yeah. 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 I never believed in in, in that until him. Nah, nah. <laughs> Gemini's is some real special breed, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got a I got a button, man. I flip. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the coolest person in my mind. I'm the coolest nigga on the planet Earth. So that like, button, right? I don't want no drama. I don't. I don't look into drama or that. Right. But I just don't. I ain't for the bullshit, Jack. You know what I mean, like in no shape, form, fashion at all. I don't. I mean, keep that shit away from me. But um, my religion, you know, Islam definitely made me um, look at life different. You know what I'm saying? I used to walk past homeless motherfuckers like, bum, you know what I'm saying? Like, now, nah, if I got something, and the, and the homeless person could be playing me. He might have a house in the Hampton, but Allah know what, what my heart was right. doing. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, it, it really, um, it, helped me, it helped my growth, man, just as a man. That's and a lot of discipline, too. OD, you know what I'm saying? Like, I had never, I didn't grow up doing Ramadan right. and all of that. That's, that's how, was, how was your first Ramadan, man? It was real. And the crazy thing about it, the, the, the first day of Ramadan, I actually had a show of my first year um, converting to Islam. I had, we had a show on a rooftop, and I hadn't ate all day. Ooh. And I remember we got to the show, me and him, we had just got there. We was asking for whatever. Y'all got bread, <laughs> turkey, like whatever y'all got, right. we eat. No man. pork, though. Nope, no, nah, no swine. But, um, yeah, man, it's, 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 it's a cleanser. You get what I'm saying? And when you really know the, the meaning behind it and, and why you're doing it for, you'll, you'll totally respect it. You get what I'm saying? And totally understand why, why those things are in, in, in place in our religion. I hear that that from from close friends, man. That 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 have done it for the first time. Yeah. And that that Ramadan is a very humbling, yeah, very experience. Like you, it gives you more sense of appreciation for mm-hmm. everything, for everything, yeah, for sure. Everything that you ever could have thought of—a glass of water, uh, um, uh, anything—you you 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 respect it. You, you realize, like, yo. <laughs> I mean, it's real. This shit is not given. Mm. I mean, it's not, you know, it's not for granted. The the day is so much longer. Right. You don't realize how long a day is. (laughs) You know what I mean? It takes a long time to get to 830. Yeah, but you made it though, right? Yeah. Congrats, man. Yo, this this album, man, Kyrie Chanel, man. Yeah. It's it's making a lot of noise out here, man. man. It's it's number one hip hop right now. Congratulations. Number four overall. Congratulations. I've seen it today. It's behind Beyonce shit. That's that's not a bad place to be. Just to be on that same (laughs) level. It's not a bad place to be on so many different levels. No no disrespect. (laughs) disrespect. (laughs) That's funny. Nah, man, it's a good album, man. I heard a lot about it and I just started listening to it, man. And, and, And this is your first album. Through mm-hmm. through triangle offense, right? Um, on, on, through, through, so it's still on Mass So this is a Mass Appeal album. It's Mass Appeal. Okay, how long you been working on this album? Uh, oh, first first of all, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I got to interrupt. It's crazy that you drop an album mm-hmm. 
around the same time that you that you signed this new deal mm-hmm. someplace else. But that's bonkers, B. Yeah. That's fate, man. That's bonkers, B. It's fate. Destiny. I, I call it destiny. Yeah. At the end of the day, I feel like I went so hard with nobody noticing for so long. Now it's just it's boom, boom. I mean, it's rolling now, like. But I've been I've been so old. I didn't see it happening the way it is rolling out. But I couldn't ask for for it to happen in a better way. Why is the mean? album um, named after your daughter? Uh, I named it after her. Basically, I was recording the majority of the project during um, her mother's pregnancy. And uh, that if if you never dealt with a pregnant woman every day, that's some different shit. First and foremost, women. Yeah, it's some different shit. Yeah, they, you know, dealing you with gotta, women every day you know, is different. Shit. I love women, but, but when they pregnant, it's it's, it's like a whole different. Everything yeah. you love about a woman like goes out the window for nine months. Like right. what the fuck? <laughs> but um, she was a soldier, man. My, my 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 lady, and she, I watched her, you know, dug it out, deal with all my bullshit, and you know what I mean everything that come with me and this rap shit. It's a lot and, of shit. You know what I mean? And, and push out my beautiful baby girl. Right. You know what I mean? And I, I, my recording during those times was rough because I'd be running out. I might be just fresh out of argument with her, you know what I mean, going to the studio. And that's a different energy. You know what I mean? So it was me really trying to find that peace, you know what I mean, within myself, knowing in my mind, all right, this girl is pregnant. This ain't really her, her regular state of mind. I mean, I had to really mature very fast because I'm the one that would all oh, fuck out of here and I don't, I don't want to hear it, you know what I mean? But I had to really backtrack and say, all right, let me be the adult in the situation because she's going through some shit that I can't, I can't imagine having a baby in me, you feel me? So I named it after my daughter because based on what I was going through during that pregnancy and during her journey of being born, that was the music that was produced, you know what I'm saying? All of them songs, like, it was written. I say that early. I mean, nigga, you just had, you got a daughter about to come. Stop making thug records. Like, you know what I'm saying? I say that early in the tape. Like, yeah. that was before, my, 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 my lady was maybe seven months, you know what I mean? Six, seven months. So it was getting like closer. That's when she really was, it was real beef. Like, so a lot of them records came during that time, man. So when she was born, I was like, nah, I'm naming this shit Kyrie Chanel. That's you dope. How's fatherhood changed you, man? Oh, it's the best shit ever. It's doper than all this rap shit. All of whatever, whatever, whatever I've endured in this life is nothing better. You get what I'm saying? Because, like, that's mine. Totally mine. You get what I'm saying? And she look at me as for her protection and just for her. I'm I'm the only first man she saw. You know what I mean? And that's my little twin. I look in her face. That's me all over again. She got, She already got my little personality with shit. Like, it's crazy. And it's just, I feel like I got to, um... I got the, the biggest job ahead of me and the dopest job ahead of me, knowing that that's what I'm about to have to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Make sure she right, show her the world, yeah. buy her what she want, give her the right morals and principles to life to where ain't no man, no nobody going to impress her. You know what I mean? It's, no material thing going to be able to get her when she gets to that age and she wants to deal. That's all I'm trying to do. Internet's thanks again to Bevel supporting this week's episode of the Combat Jack Show. Bevel is the first and only shaving system created for people with coarse, curly hair, and sensitive skin. 
Bevel is dermatologist approved and proven to be reducing and preventing razor bumps, discoloration, and irritation. There's a reason that 9 out of 10 customers come back month after month to Bevel. Up to 80% of black men and women experience razor bumps, and up to 30% of all men and women experience razor bumps. Invest in a razor and shaving system that does more than just keep your hair groomed. Invest in something that will take care of your skin. Go get Bevel at GetBevel.com and use promo code COMMA to get 20% off your first month. Again, go to GetBevel.com and use promo code COMMAT to get 20% off your first month of your Bevel subscription. Stop shaving like a simp and shave like a pimp. Having a daughter made you more conscious, right? OD. Like, even in your raps, like, how so? Yeah, because I, I think about it now. Like I said before, I always been hot-headed. I always had a hot temper. Never really cared. I always threw the first punch. I always wanted to be around the bullshit, the drama, the wanted to be in the hood, be on the block all night. Wherever the weed was at, the lick. I, I mean, I always wanted to be in the mix. Now I want to be in the house. Yeah. You feel me? Like, if I ain't in the studio or Wayne ain't calling me saying, yo, you booked for this bottom money, I'm in the crib. Because I understand, like, what I mean to her. You know what I'm saying? Like, she won't know what she mean to me until she get older. But I know what she, what I mean to her. You get what I'm saying? Like, without me, it's like, you feel me? I'm I'm her life. So is her mother, but I'm I'm her life. So it's like, I got to watch how I'm rapping. I got to watch the shit I say now because she's about to grow up within me rapping. You get what I'm saying? Within my career, she's going to be going to elementary school and junior high school and high school. I'm going to be putting the albums out. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't want her in school or people coming to her saying, you heard what your father said or why he said that? Pops is on TMZ. Pops is bugging the fuck. So I got to watch how I move, watch who I'm around. You get what I'm saying? Watch what I say. And just really, you know, keep her in mind with everything I'm doing. Same way, like, religion, you know, like, was the, like, a law. I mean, once I took my shahada, it was like, it was always my father. Up to a certain age, he was always that voice. I mean, I could be with a hundred niggas, they about to go do some bullshit. I was more scared of my pops than police. You know what I'm saying? So that would be that voice, like, oh, I ain't fucking with y'all. I know my pops going to kill me. Same thing with a law. It'd be certain things I do. I'd be like, ah, you know what I'm saying? I know I'm doing bad. Now it's her. You get what I'm saying? It's right. like, ah, man, if I get locked up tonight, I'm not making it home to her. And she's used to waking up to me. Right. You feel me? So it just really brought that discipline back to me. As a, you know what I mean? And I feel like I need it right now because now I got more attention on me than I've ever had in my life. You get what I'm saying? And to have them diff- different disciplines and different, you know, set things that just, you know, keep me focused is, is good. I think it's bo- it's dope that both of y'all man have a good relationship with your pops, man. Mm-hmm. Like what 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 lessons did both of your respective pops give y'all so that it makes <laughs> this industry shit more doable, like more ha- you know, like like I can handle this because of the lessons that my pops gave me. Um, you want that, Dave? Yeah. Um, with me, my pops always told me. See, with this industry, it's like you know beyond you know me and him and like the the the, the new people I'm meeting and. The new relationships I have, like, he always told me don't trust nobody from jump, <laughs> like, from a kid. Like, don't you know the motherfuckers? Don't trust them. Don't be eating over their house. You know their mother. You know they, you know I mean, you don't know them. Like, you, unless they was, like, my neighbor neighbors, you know what I mean? But he always taught me to, you know, watch people, man, keep my eyes open and never, don't 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 let the, the glitz and the glamour fool you or get you all caught up or hype. You get what I'm saying? Like, when when he always taught me that when when you got the most light on you, when you shining your brightest, 
That's when you go your hardest. You know what I mean? That's when you got to treat it like you your brokest. That's when you got to re 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 put your shit together and go back at it. You get what I'm saying? Which like you like, thing to do, like you never had it, but that's the hardest shit it's in the, the world to do because do, you've made it to where you always dreamed of making. You see it. them commas in the bank account? You, you be like, yo, I'm that should be going in our heartbeat. Hell yeah! And the, and it feel worse getting it and losing it yeah. than never having it. Yeah. See, we was broke in the hood forever. It was like whatever. You know what I mean, it it was the norm. But once you go touch a million, you know what I'm saying, and you blow that, it's like, fuck, I'm I can't. Because you didn't act different. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You've been, you didn't, you just started paying for a new lifestyle. Yeah. You wearing Gucci and shit now. You, you eating here. You, you used to these flights. So that shit hurt worse more than, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or, Reno? Um, for me, like my pops, he instilled a lot of like, my pops a street dude. You know what I mean? Same as Dave. He's a fly dude too, man. See, man Wayne, no. Don't, don't gas Yo, him on up. The, on they, the Instagram, your they, pops calls my pops, the real Wayne He calls him the real Wayne though. He is the real Wayne That's where I got my name man. from. He's you know what I mean? But on Instagram, man. One of the things that my father really instilled with me was like, you know, just be be sure what you're doing. You know what I mean? Just be sure what you're doing. For me, like, I have really supportive parents. You know, I never had those parents that was like, if you don't listen to what I'm doing, you can't do nothing. You know what I mean? I'm going to put you out. They always were supportive of what it is that I wanted to do. So my pops just instilled in me, you know, like the same principles Dave's pops instilled in him. Like, watch them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it's no matter how much people come into it, it's still you and yours versus the, them. Right. You know what I mean? And, and that's a lot of things that we learned. And, like, we're just really cautious. You know what I mean? Like like I said, we, we're really close-knit. Everybody that's down with us from... Um, you know, me and Dave down to our videographer, our photographer. Like we, we like a family. You know what I mean? Like we, and if that structure breaks, then the family breaks. You know what I mean? If one person is tripping over something, if we can't talk about it, like like Dave said, like me and him, we bumped head. Like we argued about stuff, but we met. Like men got to be able to have um conversation. I think it takes a lot. You know what I mean? For a man to have a conversation about their differences than to put their hands on each other. That shows, yeah, it's harder. You know, with the art of war, it tells you the best way to win a war is to never fight. You know what I mean? So it's like, um, if you if you have a difference, and, and I have a difference, and we could come to some sort of agreement, then that explain that that displays more strength as opposed to us taking the quick route and oh, but you know, like he said, you know, him being high headed, he's learned a lot over the past couple of years, and I think those, a lot of those principles is just things that our, our parents instilled in us. Like I'm, I'm his mom. I love his mother and his father. They they need their own sitcom. I can't wait. That I'm gonna exactly. manage them. I'm doing. I'm gonna get them a show. <laughs> like they you know, what I mean, I love them. And it's like you know, even my mom, my mom and my pops, they not together, but they got a, a tremendous relationship. And that's rare. You know, what I mean, to see young black men like ourselves, and then for us to be in our children's lives. You know, what I mean, so for us, it's basically us trying to set the predicate for our family. You know, what well, I mean, and, and show them, you know, that that things could be done. You you. It, black people got this thing where they think you have a kid and oh your life is over. Uh, you you can't go to the club. Like life ain't about going to the club. It gets flyer. It gets flyer you know what I mean? Like, I can't wait to fly Kyrie to fucking Egypt. Yeah, and, you know, we, we went to Japan. Yo. I can't wait. Baby. We went to Japan. He bought his, he bought this baby a, a bathing ape hoodie. You know what I mean? Just, <laughs> just, she can't even wear she this can't shit wear. for another yeah. year or two. But, but I got to get this. But me. just for him to like for her to one day have the experience of saying yo I got this. It's, it's not even about the material. It's yeah. just to say, yo, this came from another country. I'm going to bring you there one day. Yeah. You know what, you what I mean? Plan, like we, we we talk about all these different things, you know what I mean, going into the future. And that's that's our driving force for us doing the things that we're doing. You know I can I mean? definitely relate, man. I wasn't close with my pops, but, yeah. you know, having four kids, three sons, 
Like some of the best, the best experiences was when I was able to send my kids to, to um, France. You know, just them, just my two boys. Yeah. They went to France, or when they went to China, mm. and I was just like, "Yo, that's like, mm-hmm. that's better than having a new Benz." You right. know what I'm saying, because like, yeah, they right. they see in a part of the world that I never saw, mm-hmm. and 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 I'm just hoping that it gave them the opportunity to really open up the world, mm-hmm. so right. that when they come back, they you know they can they can pay it forward, man. Yeah, man. Like you we know? come from poverty, man. Yeah, we and, all and do, man. We come from poverty, and and to to open your eyes, like when we was in Japan, man, I. I went outside and cried, yeah. you know what I mean? Because I couldn't believe that, you know, they, we did that off of Dave's mixtape, you know what I mean? Like, when he was working on this tape, we knew the music was going to be dope, but damn, two sold-out shows in Osaka and Tokyo. Damn. Crazy. You know what I mean? So and they don't even speak English. They don't speak it, but they be rocking out. And it's a lot of, it's a lot of black people in Japan. Yeah, people don't are. know that. It's a, a lot, lot of service people, a lot of Yeah, a lot of absolutely, people. man. So it's like... Just just knowing that, just knowing that we could be like that, shining light, that beacon to to to, to uh put on for our side of town, Word. put on for other young black men. You know what I mean? That's what means most to us. That's dope. Yo, Dave, you grew up in a musical household, right? OD. Like you had Super. instruments in the whole nine all around? Yeah, always always had a keyboard in the crib. Uh, pops had a guitar. And my pops, like, I, I joke with him all the time about this shit. Like, he's a hoarder, like. <laughs> he just keep he just got like that nigga wasn't playing the guitar then but he was we had it in the crib. Right. But my aunt Barbara rest in peace, you know what I mean? That was that was my girl, man. She um she was big on instruments, man. She she um she played the piano. She could play the guitar. You play? Nah. I I could I could fuck around with the piano a little bit. But I um I just was always around it. You know what I mean, like my mom's had a a, a a flute, trumpet, shit or whatever. I used to be running around the house playing that. <laughs> and I can remember that at like four or five years old. Drums. My pops had a drum set in the crib. Like they're hoarders, bro. We had mad just instruments in my house, and they always was playing. Like um, I grew up on like Phyllis Hyman. Mm. My pops was always playing her Earth, Wind and Fire. Mm. Uh, Al, my mom's love Al Green. My mom's love Prince. Uh, so you grew up on that good health. Eddie music. Kendricks, all that like, uh, damn. Oh, my mother loved Tupac. Oh, word. She loved Tupac. <laughs> her favorite song, word of my mom. Her favorite song is um, "Wonder Why They Call You Bitch." Mm. She loves. She know that shit word for word. That's like, crazy. My mother. I'm like, why you know this shit? It's <laughs> my shit. Hey, I was here before you. Yeah, but my mom's, my mom's and my pops, man. My pops, like he used to. I can't remember him playing the Delphonics and. All that old, like, I, I got an old soul. I grew up hearing all that shit. That's what my pops used to play. And then my mother was playing that. I mean, like, uh, what's the other group my mother love? Uh, Maze, Frankie Beverly. Frankie Maze, Beverly. Like, that's my mother's Before shit. Before I let go. That's her shit, I mean? <laughs> so I grew up on all of that before the rap. You right. get what I'm saying? That's why, I, even to this day, like, that's why Buddha and Green is my, like, that's my favorite producers because they really incorporate that soul in a lot of a lot of them beats. You get what I'm saying? And even my pops be telling me, he be like, yo, I be hearing that jazz shit in a lot of your shit because that's what I grew up on. You get what I'm saying? So that music always sound the best to me. Like, oh, yeah, load that up. Yo, you just, answer, you just answered a question of mine because I was going to ask you, you know, how you're so committed yeah. to the New York sound. Mm-hmm. But, you know, coming up in New York before there was hip-hop, yeah. like, we was nourished on that music. Yeah. And then we used that music, that soulfulness, mm-hmm. that, that jazziness, that sophistication mm-hmm. to bring it to hip-hop. Man, what, what's what's the New York sound to you, man? Honestly, with me, I don't, 
you know, not to um, go against what you're saying because that was a, that was a great statement. I don't think I'm um, trying to stay with a New York sound. You know what I'm saying? I, I just feel like when Jay Z did what he did, when Nas did what he did, when Biggie did what he did, you know what I'm saying? They was just being them, telling their story from where they was from. You know what I'm saying? Biggie gave you that 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 bad style vibe. I'm sure you had to be from over there to really, really feel what he was. You know what I'm saying? Same with Nas and the Bridge. If you were not from Queensbridge, you could relate to it. And, paid, they and painted the, amazing pictures. But if you from the Bridge, you, I mean, it was like he was. It was a movie he was rapping. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like with me, it's like I just embody where I'm from. You know what I'm saying? All I really know is Harlem and Queensbridge and Ravenswood. Like that's all I really, you know. I've I've lived in a few other places, but that's all I could really remember my whole life. So it's like when I think of rap and when I think of style and when I think of different times and what I want to talk about is New York City. You know what I'm saying? Like when I when you hit me on other shit, I'm experimenting or trying to, you know, just just expand my own shit because I don't want to never be boxed in. But with me, you're going to always hear that the streets of New York. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it's going to sound updated because I'm, it's 2016. I'm 28. You get what I'm saying? It's not 97 no more. You know what I'm saying? But you might hear a little bit of that in my shit, cause I just grew up on Cam and Mace and Styles and Jadakiss and Pun. I mean Siegel. I mean the whole the early Rockefeller, Hove. I mean CNN, Nori. Like I, that's what I grew up on. I ain't grew up on none of this new shit. How's it feel, um, being an MC that's that's respected, yeah, and committed to bars mm-hmm. in an age where a lot of your contemporaries may not mm-hmm. be committed to bars? Um, with me. Like, I, I always tell Wendell, like, I got into this shit to impress certain people. I mean, of course I got into it to make a career out of it and, you know, provide for my family first and foremost. But as far as the actual rap shit and, you know, people always rap, especially rappers. All rappers got egos. I don't care what, what nobody say. But everybody always be like, um, I don't give a fuck what nobody say about my music. You know what rappers I'm be so sensitive. I don't care. Like, yeah. I got into this shit wanting to impress a select few. And that was Nas. Jay Z, Styles P, you know what I mean, Benny C. Like, I, I always knew in my mind, like, if they fucking with my shit, I don't, who else, I don't matter who else matter, fucking right. with it. You know what I'm saying? Because right. their fan base is just them dudes I just named. That's all I need. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't really, I ain't care. Like, especially coming into this shit, now I want to take it beyond that. You get what I'm saying? Like, now because I've achieved their respect, Jay Z, the only person I ain't had a one on one conversation mm-hmm. with yet. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And that's that's coming. That's, that's coming. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, it is. That's, that's, that's really coming. Hope. You feel me? Get out of home. Show, but um, I, I talked to everybody over there in that camp. You know what I mean? So that's that's there. But Nas signed me. You know what I'm saying? Me and Styles. Styles is like big bro. You know what I mean? Like me and his, like we we damn near. That's that's the family. You know what I'm saying? Like Kiss is my man. Like I mean, Beans is my guy. Like, all these dudes that I was idolizing and looking up to and knowing they shit word for word and doing whatever I was doing. You feel me? This is my damn phone call away now. You get what I'm saying? So it's like just having that respect, it's priceless, man. Yeah. You feel me? It's like it don't really matter who else <laughs> respect it or don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I really appreciate about your generation right now, particularly from New York, 
is the shit that used to get me mad like three, four, five years ago mm-hmm. when niggas was be like in SOBs, bring new, we bringing New York back. Uh, rah, 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 rah. We bringing yeah. New York. I used to be like, rah, rah, just bring the shit back. Don't ever quote. Cool, you know you saying? could check every, not to cut you off, Jack. You could check any interview I've done, yeah. written, audio. Never, you never hear me say oh, I'm no, I'm, yeah, I'm bringing New York back. But what like, I appreciate about what y'all are doing, like like yourself and like 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 Young and May, like what she's doing, is yeah. without saying it, yeah. that's what y'all are doing. Yeah, because you know I, I mean? feel like you know why, man. New York is like you, I feel like this is where New York lost the 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 understanding that it's New York, as big as LA is, as big as Atlanta. This New York, this Everybody the biggest. Want to come to like New York. if you from New York, that that's like. You feel what I'm saying? That's that's once in a lifetime. Everybody ain't from here. Yeah, everybody you know everybody all, ain't that. born here. Everybody ain't born here. So right. it's like, if you from New York City, you embody New York City, that's enough. People going to notice that shit. I don't care where I go. And I don't have to have on no Yankee hat for a motherfucker mm-hmm. to know it's I'm from New York. crazy when you travel, you see more niggas out of town with Yankees hats. Yeah, because yeah. they, they trying to show the world yeah. where they from yeah. when they in them towns. Yeah, yeah. but they not from there. They, they being, you know what it be? They cousin been here yeah, from yeah, here, yeah. or they didn't, they, they didn't came visit, or they stayed a summer or two. Then they go back and they, I mean, oh yeah, yeah man, because they York. can talk about New what's York. What's up, son? Yeah, yeah, the man, biggest right. thing is what's understood does not need to be said. got to be spoke on, If you see us, you walk in the room, you know what it is. You know what I mean? But it's like, you don't, uh, even with Atlanta, right? Like we love Atlanta and all that. Like Dave made a really good. Um, he made a really, really, really good point one time in an interview. He said they asked like about traditional New York hip hop and this down the third. And yeah, like that's what we do, but we don't emphasize on that. Future don't sound nothing like Andre Three Thousand or Outkast at all. You know what I mean? Goody Mob or none, none of that none classic of ATL yeah, shit. Yeah, and and they're doing their thing. It's yes. like, but why every time a New York artist comes? They got to box him into this group. Like, yeah, this is the new New York. No, like, it's just New York. Like, that's where we're from. Okay, cool. Well, that sound like the 90s boom bap. Yeah, I hate that shit. Like, <laughs> people, when people say the 90s, the they fuck I sound like it's the 90s. 90s. It's yeah. the early 90s. You got uh, the poor, righteous teachers, and then you got the locks. Like, so what are you talking about when yeah. they say the 90s? You know what I mean? Yo, man, um, what I appreciate about your style, too, man, is you're... You, you're a brilliant storyteller, man. Oh, appreciate like, like, it, When you man. tell stories, like, you need to tell more stories, man. Yeah, like, I got more coming. Has, has, when you been telling that way, though? <laughs> yeah, he more. knows it. He has it. Yo, that, 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 that Keisha song, yeah. for example, amazing, amazing story, man. Yeah. That's Nas' favorite journal, man. Yo, that's an amazing, yeah, amazing that story, shit. man. Yeah. Is, is that any way real? Did that really happen uh, to you or I'm, your peoples? I'm going to leave that up in the air. Okay. <laughs> That's crazy. Leave that up in the air. But fifteen I, stacks. Yeah, man, that was a that was a loss. <laughs> that was, that was a, uh, Anybody ever find Keisha, man? Nah, we on the hunt, man. Look at her for real. Keisha, stay low, girl. I, I put the I put. The, I got stay I got fifteen out on her right now. Nah, I'm fucking with you. Yo, um, so you mentioned your influences, man. You mentioned Nas. You, you mentioned Jada Kiss, mm-hmm. particularly coming from Harlem. Mm-hmm. Cam and Mace, man. How's it feel having Cam on your album? Oh, Killer Man, that was like another bucket list. You know what I mean? Like, Cam always was um, somebody I looked up to because he was really the first person I've seen. Like, you know what I mean, everybody else I was seeing on TV. Cam used to come to Hajis, you know what I'm saying? Come to, come like, Bloodshed from my, from my hood, Duke the God from my hood. So Cam used to always come through. You know what I mean, I used to see them all. He went to Manhattan Center. I went to Manhattan Center for my freshman year. So he was the first person I was able to like 
see doing it. Like this is real. Like this shit is real life. Right. Like he really rapping on TV and then he coming down the block. He coming through in the pink joint. You know what I'm saying? Like he had the blue lamb. Like I didn't see Cam and some shit. So just to 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 um be in the same space with him and he respect what I'm doing and him telling me like nah like I appreciate that is you as far as for the town, you know what I mean, and keeping this shit going. That's when I really was like, bet. Because I had already, like, Capo, I knew Jim forever. You know what I mean? Jim is big bro. Jim oh, Jim knew me before I was rapping. You feel me? So I, I've been kind of, me and Jim been had a relationship. You know what I mean? Me and Al's been kind of cool for a while. And me and JR, hell, Rob, I knew all of them. So Ken was really the last one that I really connected with and kind of got his approval for what I was doing. So it was like, all right, I got the stamp. You know what I'm saying? Or... What I appreciate about your album also, man, is 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 your Philly connection, man. Like like oh, yeah. hearing beans. Yeah, that's my second home. Like man. hearing beans on the album. And, yeah. and it's not the same beans, but it's still beans. Yeah, that's Seagull, man. That's Mac. Mac, Mac yeah. what's up, baby? How, how, how'd you like need beans, man? Beans, that that's you know, that's Wayne old family at the end of the day, and you know, that's that's family to me now. But um it 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 definitely I feel like it came about um Right place, right time. We was we was actually recorded in, in this building. And um I've been telling Wayne on that, like, yo, I gotta get up with Mac. So that day I think I was going to the studio in Queens. I'm on the gram, I seen um Double XL. They posted it was like, We got Beanie Seagull in the building today. So I called Wayne, I'm like, yo, this nigga Beans is in the city. Gotta get me next to this nigga, bro. Like, what we doing? Wayne like, I right, bet I'm on it. So um I think Beans was doing the, the Tax Stone interview yes. that night. Yes. What up, and, Tax? Uh, tax was good, baby. Shouts to Tax, too, because Tax got Tax type put it together as well. But um, he had the Tax interview, so when he called me, like, yo, just come through there. And because I, I had a session here, I was recording here anyway. So I was like, I'm going to just come to the studio a little earlier because Beans is doing the interview. I'm going to just catch that nigga after the interview. And then we was down in the, in the smoke room, whatever, chopping it up. Tax was like, yo, y'all niggas need to go upstairs and, and, and make one. Like, y'all need to put one together, nigga. Like, I'm like, hell yeah, let's do it. So Mac was like, yeah, as soon as I'm done with the interview, I'm going to just come up there. So I was already, like, I had already wrote my first verse to that shit. Shouts to Cashflow, too. He from D.C. did the beat. But um, I had wrote my first verse for it. And then Siegel, when he walked in, I had just finished writing my first verse. He slid up on me. He was like, let me hear what you got. Like, you know what I mean? So I spit that shit to him. He was like, mm, I'm talking that shit. Then he slid off. Next thing I know, I look up. He got Wayno like, he got Wayno. He rapping in Wayno ear. Like, he rapping to everybody in the room. I'm like, yeah. I, it just was surreal to me that I got beans in that bag. I'm like, yeah, I got, you know what I mean? Like, and it's rare because, yeah. you know, because of his voice situation, you're not yeah. really doing music yeah. like that. Like, we that's sound, a rare. Sound, I, I got a stronger beans than, you know what I'm saying? Like, it sounded a lot stronger than I heard on a few other records. Yeah. More. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna front. I don't want to talk about that. Okay. Like, game is my nigga. Meek is my nigga. I ain't got nothing to do with none of that shit. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying right now. Yeah, I ain't got shit to do with nothing. Yeah. I was in Philly doing a video on my auntie block. You get what I'm saying? Like that I've been going to all my life. Rest in peace, Malik Carter, my cousin Freaky. I've been going to that block forever. Me and Beans was doing the video. I was um hosting Vanity Grand out there that night. Beans came through, we did the vid. Beans got out of there. Meek slid through after the vid was done. 
chopped it up with Meek for a minute. Cameras was brought out. You know what I mean? And that, that was that. But I fuck with both of them. I went to L.A. Game showed me more love than a lot of niggas mm. that I knew all my life. You smell me? Damn. Meek, same way. You know what I mean? Meek threw me on a record with him in Future. He ain't had to do that. You feel me? So it was like, I got mutual respect for both of them. I ain't got nothing to do with none of that shit. Yeah. The fact that, you know, mm-hmm. And niggas always trying to force something. That's the internet, man. Yes. You got to understand the world we in. Like, yeah, you got to understand the internet. It's like, I come from outside, man. You get what I'm saying? So I don't know that that media. I don't really know that shit. Like, it's weird. I woke up the next morning and saw that shit. I'm like, damn, everybody hitting me up. Like, damn, I thought you fuck with me. I'm like, I fuck with both of them. Like, right. them is my guys. You feel what I'm saying? Last time I checked. So I, it, it's just weird. I mean, the internet is going to always be a weird place. Yeah. Um, what I appreciate from the outside looking in, man, is, is your relationship with Fab, man. Oh, that's like, big, like y'all make some great records yeah. on, on that on that on that mixtape of his, mm-hmm. man. The, the family joint. Yeah. Woo. Shouts to Don Q too. Yeah. Young, young boy yeah, got Don fired. Q. Like, what's your relationship with Fab, man? Fab, you know what's crazy? Like, Fab was always one of my favorites. You know what I mean? And just, like, beyond the music, style, fashion. Like, I get a lot of shit from Fab. But um, I like the fact that he embraced me. You know what I mean? Like, Fab really embraced the way I rap and just my what I'm bringing back to New York City. And we the same type of dude. Like, I mean, he, he black and Dominican. I'm, I'm black and Dominican. And we just got a lot of the same... Um, same interest and a lot of the same, uh, how can I put it? We the same type of nigga for right. real. You know what I mean? Like, Fab a good dude, man. And he, he's, um, I never not, I never call him and he don't answer. You know what I'm saying? Or we just was on FaceTime, you know what I mean, on the way to this shit. Talking about the, um, the fucking Back to the Future sneakers. Yeah. But, um, Fab is a good dude, man. And I like the fact that he put me in a good position as far as with his fan base and his followers. He put me on both outros to this summertime shootout series. You get what I'm saying? He's on Kyrie Chanel. You get what I mean? And he really was the one that said, yo, let's do this type of record for my project. Because he knew how he like, yo, everybody know you can rap. You know I mean? And me and you got records with me and you rapping. So let's let's do one for the for the, for the the chicks. Yeah. You know I mean? How you like that auto-tune, man? I, I wasn't mad at it. It was a little different. You know I mean, I, ain't, I really ain't wanted to be heard. I'm like, cut that shit out, my <laughs> Wait, did you, did you have to twist a little arm a little bit? Oh, nah, nah, nah. Yo, he hit me with the Fab record. Like, he just, we had another record that Fab was supposed to get on. Like, yeah. um, we had like two joints, right? Like, mm-hmm. we had a few joints, but like he said, you know, Fab, you know. He a funny nigga. Fab said, yo, me and my team, we, we, <laughs> we spoke it over. He said, we went to the, we discussed it and. You need a record for the bitches. Yeah, I was like, right, man. You are absolutely they, right. Shouts out to the family, man. They treat us really good. Yeah. You know, Molly, all of them. Like, Molly I had a good. conversation with Mo- I mean, uh, Fab one time, and I just thanked him, you know what I mean, for the way that he embraces Dave and us. And he was like, man, he said, this shit ain't no different than street shit back in the day. Like, he said, everything that we done did, we want to see y'all pulling up That's on dope. us the same yeah. way. That's you know dope. what I mean? So it's like, just the, like how he is with his family, you know what I mean? How same he is way. in his life. With the cars and the flashy shit. Like, he like, nigga. Like, now Davey pulling up on him on some shit. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's just dope, man. It, it's dope that, you know, we have a lot of respect and integrity. 
You know what I mean? In this game, and we're not compromising ourselves to do it. At we're all. not doing no funny shit. We're At not all. drinking no goat blood and none of that. You know what I mean? Yo, y'all didn't, y'all didn't join the <laughs> nah, Illuminati yet? Nah, they nah, didn't knock on the door at four in the morning like do, 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 Exactly. Ain't came to my crib yet. Right. We just, we just wrote, <laughs> we're honorable young men, man. Dope, that just, man. We, we just trying to keep ourselves intact, and people really respect that. I think that's why we get so much traction for what it is that we're doing. Yo, were you in the studio when, um, Fab dropped them, them them bars on the family. Nah, right. what, uh -uh. what was your reaction when you heard? Oh, I'm with him. He's crafty, man. He's a crafty, <laughs> like, he's like a crafty guy. That, like that. When I heard that shit, yeah, nah, when Fab he was naming niggas in Rockefeller. Top five, man, forever, man. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what nobody say like, and I don't like when it come to rapping. I'm talking about bars, like he consistent. Be, he do his rapping. shit. He make them yeah. records for the the ladies. Yeah. And you know, Fab. I feel like he just be you know. Appealing to the masses, yeah. but when it comes to that rap shit, niggas ain't fucking with Fab, man. Like Fab talk that shit, like statistical. You gotta roll. He one of them dudes. Like I said, like the same way. I that's why I take so much pride in my pen game because it's like I want to be one of them niggas you rewind, like right. one of them niggas that you don't catch everything in that first sixteen. Like oh, he said what? Oh, I ain't even get that. Like I ran that shit back. Like Fab gonna do that. I ran his verse back a hundred times. Like. Cause me and Don Q laid it there that night. You know what I mean? Like Don did his shit. I did my Don shit. Don killed it. You killed Don it. Don went crazy. You know what I'm saying? Then I did my shit, and then uh, we dapped up. You know what I mean? We, we we took some pics or whatever. And Fab was like, "All right, my niggas." Like, you know what I'm saying, I'm like, "This nigga's crafty, yo." I knew. Oh he was gonna, my god! You know what I'm saying? Next time I heard that shit, I said, "Yo, why he do that?" Like, no warning. That like he got to hear our verses. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I said, fab crafty, yo, but that shit, that's, I ain't gonna front, like, for the town. That and ooh, as far as some hard shit, that's the hardest shit dropped this yes, year, sir. man. Yes, Word sir. from the city. And, and what I appreciate about the album also, man, is, is you got my nigga Chains, man. I'm a big. Oh, two Chains. I'm a big two Chains fan. That's my nigga, and man. I, and I love that two Chains as much as, particularly New York niggas mm -hmm. want to say he can't rap. Like, I loved his feature that nigga on, on, burn on, you. on a De La Soul. Get it. Did you hear him on a De La Soul? Uh, you didn't hear him on a De La Soul shit? He on De La Soul shit? What? Nice. That nigga, it, like, you can tell. Before he went to the studio, he's like, yo, these niggas is daylight. Like, yeah, this nigga, that's crazy. This that's nigga crazy. killed it, man. But I, I, lo I, love, I love the back and forth yeah. with you and Chains, man. What's your relationship we, with Chains? When man? we met, I met him at um, South by Southwest right. in Austin. Uh, I just was about to go on stage with Esco. We was backstage, me, him, Khaled. Uh, I think Wyclef was back there. A couple people was back there. But um, I told him, I was like, yo, first we had a conversation. He was like, oh, nigga, you tall. Like, you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> I'm like, word, most of these niggas I be mean be mad short. Like a lot of my favorite rappers, I met them and I was like, yo. Minuscule. I guess I'm I'm six four, six yeah. five, so niggas be little. But um he was like, Yes, I'm glad there's another tall nigga doing his thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then I was just telling him, I was like, yo, we need a record, bro. Like I have been a fan of your shit forever. Like he like, I love what you doing, you really rapping. Like he was like, Don't send me no country shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> send me some shit I can rap on. I'm like, oh, all right. And what I respect about him more than anything, man, that was the, the fastest return time in a feature I've ever had in my life. You get what I'm saying? Like, I sent I sent him the record. That shit was back in my email maybe eight hours later. Like, you get what I mean? And I know he busy. He just came off of, he did that for me right after the the, 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 the shit with Wheezy, the Collie mm -hmm. Park shit. Yeah. So it's like, I'm like, damn, yo, he, he, he respect what I'm doing and respects my craft. And he, he know I'm rapping. So I feel like, the dudes that can rap like Fab, I mean, not like I feel like it'd be fun for them, 
because I'm a, I'm a new dude. So at the same time, they legendary and they didn't do what they did. They don't want the young and to burn them on the record. Right, right, right. So they're going to come with some shit. If you listen to Cam, yeah. that sound like Vintage Cam. Vintage Cam. Vintage Killer. Vintage you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Two Chains went crazy yeah. on that yeah, verse. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Every everybody I got on it, they came with their they came with their shit. Yeah, Fabs singing to the to the women, yeah, yeah, and yeah, it yeah. still came with some shit. Yeah, so it's like I, I just appreciate everybody that that was a part of it. You know what I'm saying? And it was it was definitely a project that meant a lot to me. I mean, I'm I'm glad it's doing what it's doing. Internet. Today's episode of the Combat Jack Show is also brought to you by HBO's newest comedy series, Insecure. The modern-day black woman is usually portrayed as a strong, confident, and damn near flawless type of woman. But Issa and Marley are definitely not killing it. These best friends must deal with their own real-life flaws as they attempt to navigate different worlds and cope with an endless series of uncomfortable everyday experiences. Created by executive producer and starring Issa Rae, the new comedy series launches its eight-episode series on Sunday, October 9th at 10.30 p.m. Eastern and Pacific exclusively on HBO. Issa Rae wrote the New York Times bestseller, The Misadventures of Awkward Black Girl, which was published in 2015. Her web content has garnered more than 25 million views and over 200,000 subscribers on YouTube. Shot in and around South Los Angeles, Insecure incorporates the music of both indie and established artists of color and touches on a variety of social and radical issues that relate to the contemporary black experience. You do not want to miss out on this show. From the music to the comedy to the acting, there's nothing like this on television right now, and it's exactly what we need. Tune in Sunday, October 9th at 10.30 p.m. Eastern and Pacific for the series premiere of Insecure exclusively on HBO. Coming from the from the, from the basketball world, man, Yeah. what's the similarities between basketball and hip-hop? Everything. I mean, I just get smoke and get drunk now. <laughs> like, <laughs> you have to worry about getting sweaty running up and down the court. I ain't got to worry about that. I'll get sweaty performing. Yeah. I done left shows. Like, I didn't play the full 5 on 5. Right. You know what I'm saying? Depending on the, the, the type of night it was. But um, it's a lot of similarities. I feel like that's what keeps me above a lot of shit and keeps me really going. You know what I'm saying? Because I treat it like ball. I remember being up 5 in the morning having to go run the miles and being in the gym by myself like I remember them times so I just do it in music I could be in the studio all day long you get what I'm saying with just me and the engineer like I don't need people around to to, to put time into my craft I mean I can remember spending nights and days trying to perfect that shot now I do the same shit trying to perfect that sound trying to you know I mean perfect my hooks perfect my balls perfect my voice just how I'm come with something different I listen to all my previous shit I used to sit and watch tape and YouTube. Carmelo, Carmelo was always my favorite player. So I used to watch all his fucking Oak Hill highlights, Syracuse highlights. I used to sit and study that. Mm. Now I listen to Ready to Die. I listen to Illmatic. I listen to It Was Written. I'm listening to The Blueprint. Like That's my homework with this shit. You get what I'm saying? Because that's the dudes that I was fans of. You know what I mean? So... It's the same shit, man. It's the competitive spirit the same? Same shit. Same shit. Same shit. I, I I tell people all the time, like, um, I just did an interview. They was like, "Yo, you 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 don't never be like wild out, or you know what I mean, or like out of, like like you don't never be a um, what's the word I'm looking fanned for? Out. Like fanned out. Yeah, you be you don't worked with Nas and Beanie. You know? I'm like, the time that I would spend being a, being fanned out, they gonna burn me on the record because the time that you gonna spend being a fan on the court. If you're playing against somebody and you've been hearing, yo, this the dude right here, man. He McDonald's All-American. He averaging 40. 
if for any second there you a fan and you're not trying to kill him, rap. he going to embarrass yeah. you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not only beat you, he going to embarrass you yeah. because he coming with all of them accolades. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, this is Nas. Like, <laughs> if he do this song with me, if he don't, this is Nas. Get what I'm saying? So the only person proving the point on this record mm. is me. Yeah. You get Nas what I'm gonna saying? have a bad day. That's all it's right. Nas, man. Yeah. You, you can't, can't have a bad can't day. Can't take nothing from him, yeah. but I can have a bad day. Like if I pull up and don't, they can be like, ah, oh, see, yeah. told you he wasn't shit. And I, <laughs> was nah, I mean, I told you yeah, Nas yeah, co-signed yeah. some He's bullshit. Nuts. They yeah. can't wait to right. say that yeah. because a person of Nas's level, right, co-signed it. So they can't wait for my shit to be whack, yeah, or for my shit to flop. You get what I'm saying? Like. They waiting for that quicker than anybody, you feel me? But I can't, I don't spend no time. I mean, Styles told me that shit. Like, man, don't ever, like, whoever you go around, you know what I mean? Keep that fear. Keep that, mm. keep them on their toes, you know what I mean? Where they don't know. You get what I mean? Like, and I feel like I, I create that with everybody. Like, everybody I work with, I come with that. I'm cool. We laugh. We can smoke all that. But when, this, when that beat come on, Joe, I'll be in my own zone. Like, yo, what's crazy is not only your rap pedigree. And the cosigns that you got, like the locks and the like mm-hmm. knives and everything, but even your basketball pedigree, like mm-hmm. you played with Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, produced, yeah, I really played. He produced tracks for you, like yeah, that's I, crazy. Yeah. Kev, that's my man, man. Like, that's crazy. I really played ball. A lot of dudes said he played ball. Like I played Division One college. I mean, I went to University of Richmond, University of Towson, and Baltimore. I got kicked out of both, but I went because because um, you were Gemini. Yeah, you know, yeah, I had some problems, but. uh Kevin, me and Kevin play AAU together. I, it was me, him, Mike Beasley, uh, Nolan Smith, Chris Wright, Bobby Mays. He went to um, Tennessee. Uh, Navarro Bowman, he played for the 49ers. Now he went to Penn State, played football, and then went to the NFL. I knew him as a point guard. Like, uh, Team was loaded, man. You know what I'm saying? But Kevin, me and Kevin relationship kind of stuck. You know what I mean, because actually when I went to Towson in Baltimore, his older brother, Tony Durant, was my roommate. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, oh, shit, what up, Tone? Like, and um, from there, we really, I mean, that was kind of the end of my basketball days. It was kind of going, when I was writing, I was picking up the, I was really getting on my rap shit. And me and Tone, we, we was in, we lived in an apartment together, so I, we'd be coming out of practice, I'd be rapping to him. Like, you know what I mean? How you, how you like that shit? Kevin, this one, Kevin already in Oklahoma, you know what I mean? So he like, yo, Kevin got a studio in the crib, you know what I mean? Whenever you, you want to go out there, you can go out there. I'm like, all right. Kevin flew me out to the crib. This, I think I was working on my second mixtape, American Greed. Kevin flew me out there. I was in the studio with him maybe like a week and a half, two weeks. James Harden had a little studio in his crib, too. James Harden actually had an artist at the time. I forgot this nigga's name. But, um, yeah, I was out there every day. Kevin would go to his training or whatever, and then he'd come back. We'd be in the studio, and he'd make beats. How was his beats, man? For it was real. fire. Like, fire. It was fire. You got to gotta say, say that because that's your man. And nah, that's- if they was trash, I'd say, nah, them shits was whack. He's a great NBA player. Them shits was nice. Like, he could actually, because Kevin, like, one of them dudes, like, he don't get into shit if he ain't going to really put, like, try to master it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like once you master, like, he mastered basketball. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like most of them people, most of the time, people that do shit like that, they try to master any other little thing they get into. You know what I'm saying? So he ain't no Timberland or no yeah, Just yeah, Blaze. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but, you, you know what I mean? I definitely didn't mind rapping over them shits. And the fact, I'm like, yo, this nigga Kevin making beats. Yeah. Same way he probably felt with me rapping because right. he met me playing ball. So it was just a fun, like, yo, this is what we doing now? Like, I mean, it was dope, man. That's the homie. When was like, the last time y'all spoke, man? Uh, I talked to Kev. He had me on Snapchat. That's what's crazy because I, I changed my number. 
He changed his number. I changed my number. Smart man. You know what I'm saying? But um, he hit me on Snapchat, and I didn't believe it was him. I'm like, what the fuck you? I'm like, he ain't hit me on Snap. And then I responded. And then he sent me his number. He was like, nigga, it's KD, nigga. Sent me his number. I called him. I was like, oh, I ain't know that was you. He was like, yo, I'm so proud of you, bro. That's like, dope. You know what I'm saying? Like, because he was really one of the first dudes. That's dope, That was man. trying to, like, tell people, like, yo, check. I can remember the first. It's funny now how, how close me and John Lil Beats is. Yeah. I can remember being in Kevin Crib and Kevin asked me, like, yo, who you want beats from? Because, you know, all the producers, this is Kevin Durant. Like, yeah. they're going to send him some beats. I was like, yo, Jalil, man, you got to see. I want to fuck with him. Like, this when Meek shit was first buzzing and all that. He was like, all right, bet. He emailed Jalil. Jalil sent Kevin a package. Like, he ain't know who the fuck Dave East was at the time. But he sent Kevin a package of beats. Yo, I got on a few of them shits. But Kevin just was like, yo, I'm so proud of what you're doing, man. You know what I'm saying? And, like, keep killing. Like, keep, you know what I mean? Like, keep doing exactly what you're doing. He said, I got, I mean, he bought the freshman, the double XL. He saw me on the cover and all that. I mean, I talked to him about the Golden State shit. You know what I mean? Like, I'm definitely going to be at some games this year. Anxious to see what him and Steph do. Yeah. But we, me and him always had a good relationship, oh, man. That's crazy. Reno was smiling. Like, we would be oh, yeah, outside. We, yeah, we, we, oh, yeah, we, we there. Games. <laughs> about to chip the referee. Mello the homie now. So you're yeah, going to definitely man. see me at games for yeah, sure. Games, yeah. For sure. Um, yo, when, you know, I've heard the story before, man. Like, like you got kicked out. Yeah. You got caught up in the whole night. You got locked up. Yeah. Six months in, 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 in Baltimore. Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Um, at what point, man, did you feel like shit was rock bottom? And it was like, yo, I'm fucked up. I actually felt like that. It wasn't in jail. I came home and felt like that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I was in the I was in Ravenswood Projects in um, Long Island City, and uh, I did my little bit or whatever. That shit was whack, but it was like I, I dealt with it. You know what I'm saying? It was what it was, but it was the like showing face in my, to my mother and shit on the come home, because all they knew me for was playing ball. Like I always hid the street shit. Yeah. So it wasn't no hiding no six months. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't hide that. Like, what the fuck I was going to be saying I was gone. You know what I mean? Did you try to hide it, though? Nah, I couldn't do that. Yeah. I couldn't. It's my mother, man. Right. Like, she knew what it was. Because I, by the time I, I, I caught from in there, like, I'm in here. Like, you know what I'm saying? She had to come to, to the court, you know what I mean, the trial and all that. But um, it, it, um, it was when I came home, man, because I was dead broke. You know what I'm saying? I asked my cousin if I could move in with him. He was telling me, oh, you know, you're going to have to help me with this rent. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm broke, t- my nigga. <laughs> I'm t- and I'm telling him, yo, I'm about to try to, I'm about to rap. You right. know I'm about to, he like, you about to what? <laughs> I'm like, nah, man, I'm about to, you know, I'm about to do this music shit, bro. Like, he like, all right, like, what, you getting paid with that shit? Like, I'm like, nah, man, I'm, 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 I'm trying to find a studio and shit. Like, like, I ain't had shit to say to Chet, bro. Like, like, shouts to Chet, my cousin, I love you to death, nigga, man, because he really, Gave me somewhere to, you know I mean? Right. Gave me shelter, man, through it all. Like, but I ain't had, I ain't know what to tell this nigga, man. So then I got my little weed. You know what I'm saying? I was selling my little weed. And my only compromise with him was when he would get off at work, I just had weed. Like, oh, Some you ain't pillows. gotta buy no weed, bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> smoke all night, my nigga. Like, you smoke my whole pack up. Like, I ain't got no rent for you. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> and you know, that, 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 that went from that, you know, to me, you know. The music started getting a little better. You know what I mean, and me, I started. I found a studio. You know what I'm saying? And I started fronting to him. Like when he would get up in the morning, and go to work. I act like I'd be in the back, acting like I'm getting ready. And I, we'll both leave out. He go his way to the train. I go spin the block, go to my man. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I was spinning him for a minute, making him right. think. But I was making my little bread in the street. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I had something to give to him, but right. I ain't want him thinking I'm, 
I'm trapping or doing none of that shit while he at work. So I, I went through it, man, for real. Like that's how that went from that. You know what I mean to to me really recording, recording, like being able to make money from weed. You know what, what, my question to you was this, man. Like like like, what drove you? Like, how do you go from damn? You just crashed and burned. Mm. How do you go from that like basketball like hoop dreams to like mm-hmm. yo I'm gonna start rapping yeah. and I'm gonna continue doing this because mm-hmm. a lot of niggas jump in and they realize that they can't they you know can't what do it was it. me Jack I ain't never want to feel that shit again like that was a like that hurt like I don't know how many people really like devote their life to sports <laughs> but I was one of them niggas that like my pops brought a basketball to the to the crib that I was born in like you know what I mean like I was in the baby crib my his pictures. But just came out my mom's. He brought a ball to the hospital. You feel me? So it's like I did that from then till like I locked up. It's all I knew was basketball. I didn't give a fuck about you girls. Your life. I didn't give a fuck about girls' clothes. I walked around in flip flops and sweatsuits Af- and shit. Yeah. I didn't care about none of that, man. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I'm just going to the Gucci store and shit now. Like, I never cared about none of that. You know what I'm saying? Like nowadays, I see the young dudes like they really be on that. I ain't care about none of that designer shit, Jack. Like, I was like, I want to go to the NBA, my nigga. Like, that's all I wanted to do, go to the NBA. And I had a coach tell me to my face, like, you disposable. I can find somebody your same height, shoot just as good as you, jump just as high as you, run just as fast as you. You know what I'm saying? That shit was like a, whoa. All my life I've been being praised as the one for the family that's going to make it. That Oh, no, David, he going to the NBA. You know what I'm saying? I'm, look at me. I'm 6'5". I can really play. Like, it wasn't like I was just tall. Like, now nah, niggas just be tall. You know what I mean? They just on a team. I was really, you know what I mean? Offered by Georgetown. Offered by St. John's. Mm. Offered by Drexel. Offered by St. Joe. I was offered by mad schools. I just chose University of Richmond. They was in the Atlantic 10 Conference. And I, I, I felt like the coach, he sold a motherfucking dream. You get what I'm saying? Like, it ain't playing out the way I thought it would, but I really could play ball. So once that shit ain't work, it was like, I never want to feel that shit. I never want to put somebody in a position to tell me I don't need you. I don't. I never want to be not in charge of my own shit ever again. And I realized I could do that with music. I realized I could be, I could have that, I could be who I am with this shit. You get what I'm saying? And people going to love me for it or hate me for it. Either way, it is what it is. You get what I'm saying? You miss ball? Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. I still watch games in my leg. I'm, you your, your well, I'd be like, why that motherfucker ain't take the pick? Oh, yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> cut, nigga. Like, I, I still, you know what I mean? I, I did it too long, man. Right. You know what I mean? Is, is that your first love? Yeah. Hell yeah. That's crazy, man. Hell yeah. That's crazy. I feel like in the ghetto is a, is, is a, is a select group of loves you could first have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 it ain't too many. Ball star, rap star, right? Or drug star, like, right? The, the, the options is, 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 is limited, but... I think basketball, man. Basketball brought me to this and kept me out of a lot of trouble. Mm. Most of my dudes, like I, I say all the time, is dead or doing stretches. You know what I'm saying? So the people that are around me are the ones that was able to stay out of the way with me. You get what I mean? Like we was able to finagle ourselves together out the shit. Everybody else dead or in jail. Yeah. You know what I mean? So ball kept me out of a lot of shit, man, that I probably would have been doing. At them years, 17, 18, I'd have been into some old, you know what I mean? That's when niggas is first, you know what I mean, wanting to shoot shit and first yeah, getting yeah, yeah. guns, you know what I mean? First really wanting to hustle, like, I was in the gym. I was on an AU trip, you know what I mean? Out the fucking hood for two weeks or for at least for the weekend. So that shit, it really saved a lot of the um, 
the distractions I might have got into. That's crazy, man. Um, Nas, man, we gotta talk about Nas. Let's man. go. One of the, the greatest thing on the planet Earth that ever touched a mic, man. <laughs> like, like, like you, you move out. How'd you end up in Queensbridge, man? How'd my you auntie, up? man, my okay. aunt Barbara, rest her soul. Like the crew I was just talking about, right? She left Harlem in like maybe '94. They moved over there. Her, my cousin Chester, and um, they was in Ravenswood. That's the projects right next to, right down from Queensbridge, right down 21st Street, Ravenswood. The next project. So I be in the bridge all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like the bridge is that's the biggest projects in the in America. That shit, six blocks, ninety six buildings. It's mad motherfuckers in the bridge. So I would go there for my go cop bud, liquor store, Chinese food, Jamaican spot. It was girls out there, dice games, whatever. Like the bridge was like Harlem to me. Like you know what I'm saying? Just in Queens. Yeah. And jungle would be outside. Like, I always you know I mean, like, it would throw niggas like me being from home. Fuck this Nas, bro. What the fuck you doing out here? Yeah. Feel me? But, you know I mean, and that's when I was younger. Like, I grew up seeing, you know what I mean? Knowing jungle and like, you know what I mean? like, and all of that. Once, once this rap shit started doing what it was doing, the hood was loving it first. Like, the young dudes, I'm cool with all the young niggas out there. So they'd be coming through in the car, playing it or playing it in the park or, you know what I mean? On their headphones, yo, listen to this shit. It's East. Like, Tall nigga be coming through, that's him. Like, you know what I mean? That's how Jungle first, like. So, uh, once he really realized what was going on, I guess he put Nas on. Because the last conversation I remember having with Jungle, he was like, yo, my brother fucking with your shit. Did you believe that? I said, what brother? <laughs> I he, had, he had another brother, I ain't know about. Like, there's another brother. Jaws. I don't know. Yeah, my like, brother Jaws. <laughs> Jaws. <laughs> Nah, it's Jaws. Nah, but word. I'm like, this nigga got another brother? He like, no, stupid. Esco, nigga. I'm like, nah, man. Like, You didn't believe it, right? I don't know. I mean, from the hood, my nigga. Yeah. Like, Fuck Nas hear my music. But lo and behold, I got a call from uh from Nas' manager, Ant. Shouts to Ant. And what'd he tell you? Nas has a has a label. And he's a big fan of what you're doing. He loves what you're doing. He wants to talk to you, and he wants you to be a part of his label. When he says that to you, what's running through your mind? That's what Ant said. Right. So that caught me like, so this nigga, I said, yo, wait no. This nigga Nas trying to fuck with me, bro. He like, what? I threw that nigga off like, huh? You, did you believe that, Wayno? I mean, I didn't know who Ant was. Like, we, we didn't really know. We, we didn't really know Ant like that. You know what I mean? I heard so, it from Jungle, so that's what made it feel like yeah. legit. Then Ant told me. Yeah. And I remember telling my mother. My mother was like, "Before you do any," she said, "That's great, baby." But whatever, you, before you do anything, you speak to Nas. Because mm. she, she asked, she said, "Did you speak to him yet?" Mm. I was like, "Nah, I ain't talked that's to him." That's yet. mom's wisdom. Right my mother was like, "You make sure you don't do nothing without speaking to that man." You know what I'm saying? Right. So that was me and his biggest thing. Like, all right, yeah. this shit is dope. I they had, that deal. Nah, they had that deal on the table for a minute. We you like, man, we ain't signing that deal. Old word, they, they was dangling the deal. <laughs> yeah, we was like, was nah, like, man, we not know, doing that. It was that. like, he's busy. He's doing... Yeah. Nah, and Nas stays busy. But now I know his every move. Like, right, right. me and him had that relationship. But before that, it was like... I was like, ghost. man, get that man on the call. Right. Just to tell me what y'all telling me. If he can say the same shit, y'all got me. We I'm, we all in. You feel me? It right. wasn't about no money or nothing. I just needed to hear it. Is this shit real? From Am Nas, I signing man. the Jungle's label? Am I signing the Jazz's label? <laughs> Jazz's label. <laughs> good brain. I was going to have a brain heart deal. Right. Word, man. But uh, it's like, it's, 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 it's crazy that, oh, and from there, I spoke to... Um, Oh, um, Peter and them invited us to the, uh, Nas was doing the Illmatic. P Peter who? 
Benton Benton. Okay, yeah. That's his um, partner with right. Matt Mass. Right. He, Nas was doing the, um, the Illmatic, the movie shit. The documentary. The, the documentary yeah. at the um, MoMA, the Museum of Modern Art. Right. We got invited to that. Um, and I met him when I first met him, shook hands, spoke with him, was on the red carpet in the midst of him taking all his pictures. And it was after the film. So in the midst of him taking all his pics and telling people thank you and all that, he, he to the side of me like, yo, we got to get in the studio. Oh, thank you. We got to get me and you. We got to get in the studio. So Nas is telling you we got to get in the studio. On the red carpet. And what are you thinking, thinking now? We got to get in the studio. Are you like, like, get the fuck out of here. I'm telling them back, like, facts, nigga. Like, <laughs> you fucking right, we do. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm tapping him. Like, wait, <laughs> And wait, no, what, what are you saying, man? I mean, for me, like, you know, I never been around Nas. Right. You know, the, the, the only time I had ever been around Nas is when Jay brought him out. For the um, what was that? The, I declare war. I declare war show yes. in Philly. That's yes. the only time I, I didn't even meet him. I just seen him come on the stage. So it's like, this is surreal for me too. Like the first time I ever heard Nas, I was in the sixth grade. Like mm. I'm sitting here like, nah, this can't be real. Like you know what I mean? So I'm standing right there with them. Like the picture, the first picture that they actually took, I took the picture mm. on my phone. You know what I mean? So I'm like, nah, this is crazy. So it, we we went out with them. Right, we went, we party with them and everything, and I asked them. Yo, I was how like, was it partying with Nas, B? It was, it's cool. Like it was, it was crazy. But you know, the biggest thing out of it, we didn't give a fuck about that party and shit. Right. I asked him right then and there. I say, Yo, Dave, is this what you want to do? Do you feel comfortable? Like, because that. that's all we needed. Like they've been talking to us forever. We like, man, we not signing shit until we meet him. Yo, that's yeah. amazing. And that's advice our guy that your mom gave you. <laughs> oh, she told me. Yeah, that's yeah. the first thing, and you know. In my mind, I'm telling her, I'm thinking she's going to be like, what? Let's do it. She said, don't do shit till you speak to him. Make mm-hmm. sure everything them other people telling you, you hear from his mouth. You right. know what I mean? And I was like, all right, I ain't going to sign shit till I hear from him. <laughs> right, right, right. And I, I, I think it was just the fact, like, he can relate to me so much, my nigga. You get what I'm saying? Like, and vice versa. Like, I know I know his building he's from. Like, I done been all in that building doing all type of other shit. You get what I'm saying? Like, I know... His dudes, his like, you know what I mean? Like, just what he come from, you know, what I come from. You know what I'm saying? It's just so relatable. It's scary. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's why we mesh like we mesh. Because it was nothing forced, no type of, it was like, for the longest, I remember, like, I was in contact with Nas through Peter. You know what I'm saying? It was like he was holding that for a little bit. Once I got Nas' number, it was like, mm. me and him was good. You feel me? I knew he knew my every move. He tell me everything he doing. So it's like that relationship is priceless, man. Like you know what I'm saying. That's why even with my Def Jam situation, Nas is gonna be the executive producer. That's dope. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. My debut album that's gonna come out. He executive producing that. That's that's dope. You feel man. What I'm Remember saying? when he so. told us when we was in Miami too? Like we was in Miami one time partying with him, and he pulled both of us to the side and was like, "Yo, like I'm, I'm watching what y'all doing, and this shit is crazy." And we like. This is not saying this. Like, nah. Like, we like, nah, what are you... T-? And he's like, nah. He's like, I get to really sit back and watch y'all and just kind of relive what I've done, you know what I mean, all over again because to see Dave, you know, starting his career. And I just told him, I'm like, yo, we, we're we basically taking, you know, the opportunity that you've given us and just running with it, you know what I mean? And he was like, nah. He like, y'all really taking this to another level. So it was like, that's when, that's when I really felt like we was having a lot of success with what we was doing, you know what I mean? When... To have Nas come and pull Dave and me to the side and like, yo, just keep like had going. Us like, 
Yeah, Nas like, don't co-sign I mean? a lot of niggas, man. At all, man. He not, don't mess not, with nobody. Like, he don't you know mess I mean? with nobody. Like, nobody. And, and I mean, not. I think he's a really just for me. I dealings with him. He's just a pro, like the same way how we are. Like you, people could get around us, like to 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 play music for us or whatever. But you can't get in our circle. Right. You can't get around. You know what I mean? So it's like he let us into his circle around his homies, and you know what I mean, like. His peoples and their people. So it's like we, like I said, man, these are opportunities we can't play around with. Couldn't put a dollar on that. Can't man. put nothing on that. You know what I mean? It's like, like we, we got to take this as far as we can take it. For real. Nas album done? Is it done? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Nas we album can, done, niggas. We cannot done. confirm nor we deny confirm. that. <laughs> like, like I'm, I'm no, hearing no rumors. Comment. I'm hearing rumors you might be a feature on there. Who, me? Yeah, you, nigga. Who, the Davies? Yeah, like? Davies. I don't know. No comment, man. No comment? No. Yo, w- when you heard um, Nas' album done, man. Cause, man. Cause, man, did you hear that shit before? Niggas ain't fucking with him, man. Did it's you just... hear it before? Yeah, you... I heard that, joint. I heard it. I heard it. He's different, man. Like I said, like, it's people, wow. people are, are deemed legends for a reason. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's not, it ain't no bullshit behind somebody calling you a legend. Like, it's a reason for that. In 2016, I'll rap all these niggas. Like, he's, he's still a dude. Like, feel me? So it's like, I'm in good company, man. For real, B. I couldn't have, you know what I mean? Like I always said, coming into this shit, the type of dude I am and the type of shit I knew I was going to try to accomplish, it had to been him or Jay. Right. Simple. That's it. I told Wayne that. It got to be him or Jay. Oh, it ain't going to really excite me. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? It ain't going to really move me too much. Mm-hmm. Smell me because that's who... Then then, 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 wore this crown for this town forever. You get what I'm saying? The, the, you know what I mean? So it's like one of them two. And, my, and, and the funny part about it is my favorite rappers is is Jada and SP. You mm. get what I'm saying? But I just knew as far as what I was trying to do. Where you trying to go? I needed Nas or Jay-Z to stamp this shit. And, and look, I mean, the way that shit rolled out, it's crazy. I couldn't have called it. What's the most valuable valuable lesson you learned from Nas? From Nas, um, focus, man. He said focus is 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 what really kept him afloat and 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 good through it all, because so many distractions come our way, especially now. You get what I'm saying? Like you can you can really wear yourself thin out here, and it's like, yes, focus is always what regroups you. Like like going back to religion. You know what I mean, it's, it's and going back to my daughter and just family and there's different principles I got, Wayno got. It's focus, man. You get what I'm saying? Like you can never lose that focus. I just woke up yesterday, my shit was the number one joint. I'm calling the engineer trying to go to the studio. You get what I'm saying? Like I could care less. I mean, I love it, but I, I understand it's like, all right. And you, and you know what's I got to go now you It's just starting I, I need another number one I need the next yeah, project You need to another be, number one you know you like, I need the next project yeah. To be number one yeah. Number one Number one yeah. on, the, on the overall list yeah. So it's just constant Goals I'm trying to just keep Reach for myself Goals he trying to re- Like you know what I'm saying Like yeah. this shit is a What Nipsey say It's a marathon It's a marathon I be saying that shit all the time In this shit. podcast game Y'all niggas jump in like y'all, yo, yeah, it's the motherfucking easy marathon, bro. Easy stride. I'm not gonna run hard. I'm not gonna run soft. Just, just consistent. I'm gonna just stride through. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How's how's your life changed, man? Life has changed for the better, man. For real. I've I've like I said, I've I've watched my family um realize something that I said I was gonna do come true. You know what I mean? I can remember having them arguments with my pops, like You doing this rap boy? You doing this shit? Are you, you know what I mean like 
is no are you making money <laughs> are you, uh, who are you who are you providing for with that shit like I was like pop it take a while to make money with this shit I gotta get a fan base and I gotta die. I was trying to break he don't understand he don't wanna that. hear that shit you know rap he don't understand none of that so it's like um life has definitely changed for me man for real I just moved him and my mother I mean they 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 they, they live up the street from me that's crazy I live you feel me that's crazy my um my daughter is super good she healthy happy baby all she do is laugh. Um, Yo, how long has this rap this rap grind been for you? How many years? I took it serious. I started it in 2010. Mm. That's crazy. 2010, I came home. 2010. That's crazy. I was locked up. I got, I got locked up. Wintertime, 2009. Came out like spring. Spring of 2010. And I dropped Change of Plan on my first mixtape. What's the science behind your name? Dave East. Yeah. My birth name is David. That's my mother and father's name. I'm a junior. My father's name is David. And East, that's East Coast, East Side of Harlem. It just had a funny ring to it. I mean, I went by Rebel at first. That's what I was calling myself at like 13, 14. I was like, I'm a rap, rebel, man. Rap, call me rap. I met up with this kid in Baltimore, um, AJ. Shouts to AJ. He was one of the first dudes early on with, with me doing my music shit. He was like, yo, man, you should use your regular name. Like, I think this was at the same time, like, K-Dot K, K was changing this shit to Kendrick Lamar, like, you know what I mean? So he was like, yo, man, that's the thing now, man. Dudes are using their real names, though. So I thought about it. I remember writing that shit a hundred times. Dave East. Dave East. Kept saying that shit. Brand new Dave East. Brand new Dave East. Dave, Dave East. East coming to the stage, Dave Started acting like Clue voice, flex for man <laughs> niggas voice. I just kept saying that. I was like, well, that shit got a ring to it, B. Before I had now look, you know what I'm saying? There you go. Newest artist at Def Jam. Yo. Yo, wow. yo, Wayno, man, what does success mean to you? Success means to me, it means that I'm something. Like, I, yo, I, the other day, I forgot what me and Dave was doing. It was the day we did the announcement. Um, and I came home, and I sat. Like, I, I, I just recently moved out the hood. And I sat in my living room and I broke down crying. And the reason why I did is because I had a lot of people tell me I'd be nothing growing you, up. You? Yeah, seriously. Like, I, I dropped out of high school in the ninth grade. You know what I mean? So I didn't have, like, academic education. You know, I didn't I didn't play ball. I didn't, I really couldn't do nothing other than, I was a creative person. I used to draw when I was a little kid. I knew how music should sound. That's why I got into a and I wanted to do a and but... For the first time in my life, I felt like I was something, and I and I I just know like being a father, like knowing that I'm something. So that's what success means to me. You know what I mean? Like, it's not about the bread, cause I'm man. We from Harlem. We gonna get this money one way or another. You know somehow what I mean? I got to be first. So somehow we gonna get it. But it was just like just Marshall's knowing that up the block. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Just just knowing that you know my kids could look at me and be proud of me, and 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 I didn't have to take a, a negative so to speak route you know what I mean like like Dave he, he's been doing it since you know like six years and just from when I got with him you know what I mean like I said we wasn't making nothing and he he never stopped and like before me you know I came from Rockefeller and that not coming together I started in I'm 33 I started when I was 18 Damn. it's the first year in my life where I really could see it wow you know what I mean so I'm just like, man, I don't never want this to end. You know what I mean? I just wanted to keep inclining. You know what I mean? Like, keep going up. You know what I mean? Like, like let's keep changing it and, and, and figuring out new things. So, like, that's what success is for me. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, and just and, and being able to do it with people I love. You know what I mean? Like, like me and Dave, like like we 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 not trying to be Jay and Dame, or you know what I mean, or puffing big. Like we not trying to do none of that. Like we're just trying to be two young black men providing opportunities for those that deserve it. That's dope. You know what I mean? That's dope. Dave. Uh, feel the same way, man. Like, with me. I, I mean, I was last year in the projects. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Hungry. You know what I mean? Like, live. that was my, my address. Like, that's where I lived at. I don't live there no more. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I, I was able to really watch this shit happen, man. Like, I can remember walking fucking through whatever to go to the studio or jumping the train, not even having bread to get on the train. Like, feel me? Like, mad dumb shit packs on me on the train going from <laughs> wherever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I could just remember me doing so many things to, like, risk my freedom, risk my life. Like, it was worth it, my nigga. You feel me? Like, now I really realize it was worth it. Like, mm. even, the, even the, the negative shit I did, it was worth it because it brought me to this point. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe if I wouldn't have made the moves, it wouldn't have brought me to this point. Right. So I'm thankful for the good and the bad because it's, it changed me and my man life. You get what I'm saying? Word to my mother, it changed everything that I, everything I thought I wanted to do, I'm, I'm, I, I could do now. I'm, I'm starting to see it's a reality, man. All the people I idolized are now my friends. That's dope, man. You know what I'm saying? Or at least I got relationships right. with them. So it's like, Motherfucker can't tell me nothing, Jack, because it's like I know this shit going in the right direction. You get what I'm saying? If you ain't got nothing for me or nothing for him as far as positive or something to help us keep going in the direction we going, we don't need it. Mm. We don't need it at all, man, for real. That's dope, man. Last question. Both of y'all, who's your top five? Rappers? <laughs> yes, of all time. Uh, of all time. Fuck, I hate this question. Yeah, I do I too. I go, uh... For me, I say, uh, shit, J my number one. J my number one. I got to put uh, Biggie and um, Pac in there, Nas, and Andre 3000. Mm, that's a good list. Solid. Yeah. Solid list. Yeah. Hey, ain't nobody going to be mad at that. Yeah, can't be. My top five, Dead or Alive, <laughs> uh... Number one, Styles P. Mm-hmm. Ghost. Number two, J. Number three, Nas. Uh, number four, Big. Probably Beans. Mm. Seagull. Mm. Yeah. That's a good list too, man. That's my fault. That's dope, man. Listen, um, I got to thank y'all for coming through, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and Wayno, man, you know, we've been building for a while, man. For so, you know, time, I'm genuinely happy for you. Man. I know that. You're, you're a good dude and, and you deserve everything that comes your way. And I know you're going to be doing bigger and better. And, 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 oh, and you're getting a co-sign from one of the most authentic yeah. cats that I've met mm-hmm. in the past 10 years in the game, man. Mm-hmm. So, I wish y'all the best man you know consider this whenever y'all want to come through or whatever yeah, you know yeah, it's, 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 you know this is the first time i've been yeah. seeing you for the past two well, three years but this is the first word. time man yeah. but but i think this is the best time and, and and i thank you for coming through man and i wish y'all the best success man. Nah, i appreciate it. i appreciate man. the opportunity i mean like i know 
This is this is um heavily followed. You know what I'm saying? I've been I've been a fan of your of this podcast and what's going on. So just to be a part of it, I mean, and you embracing what we doing, I appreciate it. Nah, I appreciate it too, man. For and real, and man. it's only gonna get better. Yeah, it's it's only started, gonna get man. better. We yeah. all just started. Yeah, man. We we just, yo, they, <laughs> if they thought Kyrie should know it's something, man, yeah. boy. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was the appetizer. No doubt, man. Yo, King. Triangles up. Facts, what up, man? Nigga. Triangle Triangles off, Triangles up, up. Man. King, Triangles man. What, what, up. You, what you think, man? Yeah, I'm looking forward to the progression, the continued progression yeah. of uh, Dave East, Wayno, you know, Booty Grands, that whole. Death chain. Like, I don't think people understand how dope, especially from New York City, they have an entity. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you guys are, right? Wow, entity. Yeah, yeah. Wow. An entity like the where's the murder inks right where's the Rockefellers I mean we got Rock Nation obviously mm-hmm. but we got Triangle Offense mm-hmm. so salute man home That's team love. and we got Loudspeakers Network Loudspeakers Network <laughs> Combat Jack Show home team your internet yes man. yes thanks again man for your attention and your time you could have listened to a thousand other podcasts but y'all listen to us you know what I'm saying you know what it is man dream those dreams and then man up woman up and live those dreams because the life without dreams is black and white and the universe flows in technicolor and surround sound blah Internets, remember, today's episode of the Combat Jack Show is brought to you by HBO's Insecure. Modern-day black women are usually portrayed as strong, confident, and flawless, but Issa and Molly are definitely not killing it. These best friends must deal with their own real-life flaws as they try to navigate different worlds and cope with an endless series of uncomfortable everyday experiences. Shot in and around South Central, Insecure touches on a variety of social and racial issues that relate to the contemporary black experience. Issa Rae got her start on YouTube with her hit series, Awkward Black Girl, which I used to love and watch all the time. And now she's on your small screen with her can't-miss comedy series, Insecure. Trust us when we say you are going to love it. Tune in on Sunday, October 9th at 10.30 p.m. Eastern and Pacific for the series premiere of Insecure, exclusively on HBO. Numenati! This episode of the Combat Jack Show was produced by Jonathan Mena, executive produced by A. King and Chris Morrow, Engineered by Samir Karan and recorded in the Engine Room Audio Studio in downtown Manhattan. This is an official Loudspeakers Networks production. Hey, yo, Internets, come see us perform the Combat Jack Show live at the Now Hear This Podcast Festival, October 28th through the 30th in Anaheim, California. Now Hear This is a three-day festival of your favorite podcasts, like the Combat Jack Show, like Brilliant Idiots, like WTF with Mark Marin and Comedy Bang Bang. Trust me, you do not want to miss this. I'm performing on Saturday, October the 29th, so if you can only make it for one day, make sure it's October the 29th or you'll miss out on our show. Now go to NowHearThisFest.com to get tickets and information about the full lineup, hotels, and more. Use offer code COMBAT when you buy tickets to save 25% off general admission and let them know that me, Combat Jack, sent you. NowHearThis.com. Use the offer code COMBAT, C-O-M-B-A-T. And now back to the show. Yo, yo, Combat. Hey, King, what's up, fellas? My name is Nate. Uh, you can reach me on Instagram, that dude, Nate, the number eight and the letter N. Listen, bro, I enjoy the show. I think you are the bridge for the younger generation, the new generation when it comes to hip-hop. Everything that you described of hip-hop when you was growing up, I controlled that vibe, just listening to your podcast, and also, believe it or not, watching the Get Down. Certain things that you said, talking to some of the OG DJs and OG MCs, I feel that vibe while watching the Get Down. But, bro, I have this great idea, man. What if Combat Jack hits the streets? When I say streets, 
I mean, like, imagine Combat Jack at the barbershop talking and debating about top five MCs. Now, the reason why the barbershop would be so dope, because you got so many different generations. You got the OGs that came out with, like, the original rap, right? And then you got the ones that, you know, grew up on, like, the 90s, hip-hop, Nas, Jay-Z. And then you got the little cats that listen to, like, the little Yachty or whatever, the Drakes or whatever. Right? So if you being in the midst of all that, putting your two cents and controlling the conversation, getting all these different perspectives of hip hop, yo, I'm telling you, that shit would be lit. But it's just an idea. Outside of that, man, I love the show. Keep it up. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, just, you know, just keep up the good work, brother. All right, God bless, bro. Be safe.